Welcome back to the Office Marketing Podcast with Mike Swigert, the podcast all about sales tips, mindset, and value bombs. Five questions to help make your day more productive and learn a thing or two. Here is your host, best-selling author, Mike Swigert. Hey everybody, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day listening to the Office Marketing Podcast. I have got a really, really great guest today. His name is Blake Brotherson. Thanks, Blake. Thanks for having two Bs in your name. But yeah, you got um, <laughs> Blake joins us from Northern California. He is a, uh, a Technion dealer out there. So he knows all things furniture. He has a fun background he's going to share with us today. Um, but just an absolute, absolute joy. Blake, thanks for, thanks for jumping on. Absolutely. And thanks for uh, reaching out and having me on. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? It's it's very timely that you're on because we're talking a lot about the the office space and and really um, how we uh, how the office space is is modifying very quickly. But first, why don't you tell us a little bit about you about this uh, this fun journey that you've been on? Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I'm I'm born and raised in the Bay Area. Found myself in San Diego for a number of years. Uh, was in a different industry. Uh, you know, Hawking medical device equipment. I don't need to go into the details of what kind it was. Um, I'm not but sure hey, real quick, real quick, what's more yeah. complicated? Yeah, what's more complicated, medical device or workstations? Are we, are, where are you oh, going? Workstations, 100%. Definitely workstations. Yeah. Okay, good. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was doing that for a while. The company sold to a uh, East Coast company, and I was asked to either move there or, you know, we're going to shut down the local office. And so I took that opportunity to move back to the Bay Area. And, you know, searching for jobs. This is in the, you know, 2006. And so I was, you know, a year, a year plus out of college and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Uh, I was approached to start kind of this new thing that I knew nothing about. Um, and it happened to be in the furniture industry, uh, you know, and then fast forward, you know, where are we at 15 years later, found myself at a couple of dealerships and an opportunity to open my own with a, a business partner um, about five and a half years ago. So. All right. So, yeah. so, so what made you want to have your own, to have your own, uh, your own shop? You know, what, what inspired that? Great it could have been question. easy. You could have, you could have just yeah, yeah. gotten your check every other week and, and there's no problem there. A lot less stress. What made you want to have your own business? Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's too easy. Uh, actually. So, you know, I grew up with small business. My parents are small business owners, my grandparents, my uncles, um, now my father-in-law, my wife, her sister, her sister's husband, we are all small business owners. So um, growing up, it was always in my blood. I was around it every day. And I always knew that that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I felt like I was taking the time to learn the industry, uh, but always knew that at some point I would go out on my own. And, you know, once that right opportunity hit, I would take advantage of it. So, um, you know, it was never a question. It was just more about uh, when I was going to do it as opposed to, do you want to do it? All right. So out of all these people, can you pin down like which one of them that you're like, this is one that really inspired me to want to have my own, be, have my own business. Oh man, that's tough. I mean, you know, being around my parents is great because I got to see what it was running a small business. You know, they would always probably shield us from the lows, you know, but we always, we obviously knew when there were highs, but I was always concerned about, you know, I don't know, at a young age, I probably should have been a little bit, you know, less concerned about it, but you know, finances like, okay, We've got this car. We've had it for 10 years. Are we going to get a new one? Can we afford a new one? You know, those, those types of things are always on my mind when they probably shouldn't have been. Um, but, you know, so I would say watching them try to, you know, build it, manage employees, pay bills, keep the lights on, you know, 
uh, repeat customers, you know, all those things were just a part of our daily life. And so, you know, looking at them and how they grew that business, I always knew that I wanted that to be a part of my life as well. Whether or not it was going to be all roses didn't matter. It was like, this is fun, you know? So you know, <laughs> yeah, there's, right a lot of, there's a lot of people listening right now going like, yeah, none of that sounds like fun to me, but you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear I, you. It's, you I know, am it's Blake, Blake, to I'm totally going to pin you down. I, I need a, uh, let's go to one person that really inspired you. Who, who is it that you really look at and you're like, you know what, if I could run my business like them, I'd want to run it like them. Okay. Well, um, I would say reading the Richard Branson book at a young age was something that really inspired me to do something different. Um, my, my father had the book and he says, you got to read this. And I'm like, okay. And so I did, you know, I, I think I waited until probably I was in college, but watching him uh, from a young age, start his newspaper and then getting into music. And then, you know, all of a sudden he just kind of grew into, you know what, my business doesn't have to be one thing. It could be anything and all things. Uh, that was pretty inspiring. And so, um, you know, starting off reading that book and then seeing his, you know, zest for adventure and his crazy balloon rides and, you know, now the guy's in space. I mean, it's just, you know, wild stuff that only few people can imagine ever achieving, let alone saying I'm actually going to go do it. Um, that I would say Richard Branson was for sure my first business uh, inspiration. I love it. I, 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 I'm a huge Richard Branson fan. And I don't know if people really understand where he starts with, but he totally starts with the the customer experience first. Right. And right. isn't that how much better of a world would everybody be? We'd probably be oh. better husbands and better fathers, you know. <laughs> exactly, and we yeah. really, you know, lead with your audience me. experience first. Yep. Um, I just got off the phone earlier today with someone they were just and and everyone to tell me about their benefit benefits and features. I'm always like, yeah, but where are you taking the client? And that's where Richard Branson was just absolutely brilliant at that. And that's hundred percent. And I also so have cool. to say, uh, Tony Shea was brilliant at that. And reading his book um, was another, you know, kind of like piece to say, okay, you you can go out and do the same thing. And here's some guidelines of how you can do it. You know, unfortunately, he passed on us recently, but um, he definitely created a culture of you know a customer centric business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's. It, it's in my DNA. Um, it's totally my DNA. It's obviously in yours too. And that's, that's, what's fun is that that gratification of really just bringing value and trying to just make everybody's life a little bit better. That, that doesn't stink, you know? Yeah, All right. Totally. So talk to us about the, the dealership world, right? So yeah. what is it specifically about? Now, we know Technion's a wonderful brand, you know, absolutely one of the best, best brands in the world. Um, what is it about that dealership that you really enjoy doing? Yeah. So, you know, I think once we, uh, you know, had the opportunity to partner with Technion, it really opened up a whole new world for us. We knew that we had the expertise to help clients. We had, you know, the leadership in place. We've got, you know, an excellent deep team. Uh, but once we had that opportunity with Technion, we knew that we would be taken seriously and that we could actually go out there and show it. And even, you know, I mentioned this to you once before, but uh, starting with Technion at the end of 2019 wasn't exactly the best timing. Uh, you know, Why, what time. happened? Did something happen between then and now? I don't know. I don't know. There's like this little virus thing. I'm not really. I've been sure under a rock the last 18 months. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you know, so obviously timing could have been better on that, but even then we were able to leverage that brand and, you know, really get in front of clients who wanted to, you know, be forward thinking, uh, for the eventual return. Um, and it's landed us some really great new contacts that I don't think we ever would have had prior. Hmm. All right. So let's get into that I, again. We already talked about, it. I don't want to put a big timestamp on this, but it's really, it, it's the, it's that 800 pound gorilla. What yeah. are you seeing specifically people and, and even in being in, in California, you're probably seeing it at even more extremes in other parts of the, of the country. Sure. What are you seeing that we're specifically doing to the workspace to help people feel safer going back into the office? Sure. And I, I you know, that's a fair question. I think um, it's going to change depending on who you work for. Uh, what, you know, capacity you're in um, as far as, you know, what your roles are at the company. Everyone's going to have different needs, uh, whether it's needs inside the office or it's needs at home. Uh, there is obviously going to be this mixture of, you know, homework and office work, um, and everyone's going to have a different need. And so I think organizations will need to understand what their employees want out of that and figure out a way, okay, you know, 60% say we're going back full time. I can't be at home. I got, you know, three kids and dogs running around and I can't focus um, where there's going to be other people who say, you know what, I feel like I can get more done here. I don't need to have that in-person collaboration every day. So I'd rather just be, you know, at my home office, which is, which is fair too. And so everyone's going to have their own needs. I think finding out what the comfort levels are and then deploying that in the office is really what it's going to come down to. And it's going to change, you know, people's comfort level today is going to be different than it is going to be next year. So it's just a, you know, an ongoing uh, and a moving, you know, pendulum, so to speak of, you know, workplace changes. So, you mm. know, at one point during 2020, I thought we were going to be out of business, right? Because who's going back to the office, right? Um, that's obviously not happening, but, you know, that's, you know, an extreme thought but you didn't know what was going to happen. And so I think a year from now, we might not know what's going to happen two years from there. So, you know, it's mm -hmm. just, it's always changing. We just got to stay on top of it. This episode of the Office Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Fusion Advisory. We help commercial contractors generate leads online profitably. Check us out at fusion-advisory.com. Yeah, one thing that always gives me hope when it comes to the return to the office is I always get this very visual, very, very visual of being inside a speakeasy in the middle 20s, right? right Prohibition right. is growing strong. You've got 300 people packed in this, this like bar and, and there's roaring 20s, great music going, <laughs> yeah. flapper dresses, cool things. And this is like just a few years after Spanish flu that, that literally, and this is even before antibiotics existed, right? Right, right. So we, we are humans and we have very short memories. And, um, and as, as much as this has been um, a, a, uh, a pandemic that we have worked together as a community to overcome, um, we are humans and we do want to be at speakeasies, sipping uh, prohibition bourbon yeah, and yeah. Uh, dancing, dancing in flapper dresses. You know, I think eventually we want to get back to that. For sure. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I swear that's my visual. That's the one that I, I keep going back to. I'm like, you know what? And those people remembered the Spanish flu. They knew they knew how what an impact it was, but yet yeah. they couldn't wait to uh, get you know um, some some prohibition liquor. So every time I walk into a new office now, that's what I'm gonna see in front of me. It's gonna be yeah. like the yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> I, I, I think if you're watching this on YouTube, you can definitely see me doing some sort of a, 
uh, what is it, the Foxtrot? I don't know if I, I can't rec recall them well. Um, <laughs> you ask me right. questions about dancing. I can't help you on that. <laughs> right. Other than spending time with your three beautiful children, your wife, your, uh, was it a golden retriever? Is that what yeah, you said? And a right. feral, and a feral cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than other than spending time there, what, what do you do to stay positive? I love your energy. I love your positivity. You know, Blake, yeah. what is it that what is what is it that keeps you so positive? You know, I just like being around good people. Um, I like having conversations, and you know, I've got relationships that date back to six years old, uh, where I am still uh, seeing and talking to those people. And so, you know, I I'm, I'm a people person. I really like just being around that uh, I like building relationships. I like being able to help out, um, you know, when people need me, um, I have a hard time asking for help, but I like being, I, I like being there to help. So, um, you know, doing that and then, you know, trying to stay active, long-term tennis player, love playing tennis, love playing golf, uh, get out snowboard while there's snow on the mountain. You know, those sort of things are always things that I can look forward to. That's great. That's so cool. I, um, I am a trail runner and I, I don't know if there's anything in my life that brings me more peace and serenity than just being outside that there's something about fresh air and being one with me. I don't even, yeah. I won't run with a headset because I find that I can actually just get out there and just absorb energy from, from nature. It's so powerful. That's great. Yeah. yeah it's no, really good that. stuff. For yeah. Sure. All right. So uh, share with us a really good piece of advice. What's one that you either, um, have been given that really hit home okay. or one that you like to share? Um, I, I, I'll go with one I'd like to share. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten a lot of great advice over the years. I see it every day. You know, I've got mentors and, um, you know, I'm still learning. But I think the one piece of advice that anybody can use, no matter if it's in your business life, your home life, you know, whatever it is, it's just ask for help when you need it. It just shows that you uh, you're aware of where you are, um, and know when you need help. I'd say that's the biggest piece of advice I could give. I love that. I love that. I I'm starting to figure that out now at fifty. You know. Um, yeah. I, I still haven't figured it out, and that's why I'm <laughs> trying to put it out there. Yeah. I have a. It's, it. I, I have a dear friend who's a, he's a real estate broker. He does probably you know 500 deals a, a year, and yeah. and I went to him and I'm like. Oh, you're so good at like just telling people how it is and being like not not confrontational, but just being direct. And I'm like, hey, yeah. can you can you help me with that? Because I need to be better at that. <laughs> you know, like right. And I tell um, you, it's it's something I failed at before and you know, continue to. So it's just got to remind yourself, you know. Yeah. Are you okay doing this on your own? If you're not, ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's a great, that's a really, really good key. Um, how about a book? What's a book that you, you like, you want to share with anybody? Um, yeah. what, do, what do you got, Blake? Oh man. Um, I just, and I listened to it. I, 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 I can read, um, but I listened to, uh, this book and I did it because the narrator was someone that, uh, I'll just say, it, uh, green lights by Matthew McConaughey. Oh, good. I decided to listen to it and say, Instead of read, or, yeah, instead of read it, just because I, you know, enjoy him as yeah. an actor and a personality, uh, and he delivered it exceptionally well. So um, it was a great book. That's a good guy. I think actually his name came up in a meeting I had earlier today, and it was like they were asking like, where does he sit politically? And I'm like, I think he's as centrist as they come. Like Pretty I think much. he really yeah. is. Yeah. He's just he, he almost he's non-political, but he's so like just human humanistic, which I think this is very cool. politic. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Just, got yeah. his own way of life and you know what, whatever works for him is, is what, what he's going to do. You know, it doesn't matter. I love so. it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, um, Blake, how would somebody get in touch with you? Probably find you on LinkedIn. What's what's the best thing for you, Blake? Yeah, LinkedIn's great. Uh, and we're about to launch our new website in the next, uh, I'm going to just go out and say 12 to 24 hours. Okay, um, great. It'll be live by the time yeah. this publishes. So that's good. What's the website going to be? It's going to be www.corporate-furniture.com. Ooh, that's a great yeah. site. Yeah, yeah. corporate-furniture.com. I really love that. Um, and if anybody's looking up Blake on LinkedIn, it's Blake Brotherson, uh, B-R-O-T-H-E-R-S-O-N. And Blake, you're an absolute joy. And I wish you nothing but insane success. Um, you, Technion is a beautiful, beautiful line. I think you're in great hands. All right. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Absolutely. Look forward Mike. to seeing you I soon. I appreciate your time and uh, your energy. Thank you. All right, buddy. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to the Office Marketing Podcast. Be sure to join the conversation on our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Facebook pages. If you enjoyed the episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.